0: Welcome to Marvelicious Toys, hosted by Justin and his amazing friends, Arnie and Marjorie. We bring you news and reviews of Marvel toys, statues, and more, because not all Marvel collections can be bagged and boarded. They're not just toys, they're Marvelicious! Hello and
1: welcome to Marvelicious, issue 66. This is
2: Marjorie.
3: This is Arnie.
2: This is Justin.
3: Well, we have got a big show coming up this week. We have Iron Man 3 figures, Diamond Select figures, some fabric, and some news about one-quarter scale Avengers. But let's jump right in, because last week, Justin, you said that your New Year's collecting resolution was that you're going to kind of play a waiting game because you aren't sure what you think about what Hasbro has coming up for next year. Well, I have some of it in my hands. Uh Uh-huh. Thanks to an eBay seller from China, I have three early production samples of Iron Man three figures. I have War Machine, Iron Patriot, and Iron Man Mark 47. Well, not necessarily Iron
2: Patriot. The War Machine in the red, white, and blue.
3: Yeah, they're calling him Iron Patriot. It's not Norman Osborn, of course. But the right. movie style, yeah, War Machine, red, white, and blue. Much like the War Machine unmasked figure we got from China, these figures come accessoryless. So the way that War Machine didn't come with his shoulder guns. These figures, you can tell already that they should have some guns and some weaponry. War Machine in both versions should have some kind of shoulder cannon. But I just have the basic figures. But this is giving us a preview into what the figures of this year are going to be.
2: I'm scared to even ask at this point. I feel like it's too early in the year for me to sour on the whole concept of Iron Man 3 merchandising.
3: Well, Toy Fair is just a few weeks away. We don't know what is going to be revealed there, but normally there's very few surprises at Toy Fair. Everything leaks. And I gotta say, I honestly wonder, Justin, if you will skip the entire Iron Man 3 line of figures. I do too. Let's hop into it, because I've got questions. I've got questions, and I hope you have answers.
1: This is like sounds like Festivus.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I've got grievances, and I'm going to air them. How many points of articulation? How many do you need? <laughs> At this point in the game, I need a minimum of ten points of articulation.
1: How, how set are you on that number? I mean, can we can we wheel and deal on this? How about like, what if I gave you as many as three points of articulation, Justin? Can we meet in the middle, maybe? <sighs>
2: See, then you're going to try to start throwing accessories at me, and I've never been an accessory guy.
1: Actually, the ones I've got have five points of articulation.
3: (laughs) Five points. Yep. You have your shoulders, they both swivel, and they have the shoulder articulation, so it's not like the old Kenner up and down only. You do have the ball-jointed shoulders there, but it is straight up and down hip only, and then you've got a ball-jointed head.
2: So... We don't need knees anymore, never mind ankles and wrists and elbows. Correct, all gone. Mm.
3: They have the articulation equivalent to the pack-in figures that we got with Iron Man 2, I dare say. So they've foregone
2: articulation because
3: these are the most incredibly sculpted figures you've ever seen, right? I'm not going to lie, I actually do like the sculpts. Now, I only really think I have two sculpts in front of me. The Iron Patriot is a repaint of the War Machine, and they are very similar in all respects. Okay. But it's a decent sculpt there, and the Iron Man is also really well sculpted. And I'm going to give them props on their paint job. They have clean lines. They have chosen good colors. The Iron Patriot has just a little bit of a glittery look to the blue that I think is intentional, and it just gives a metallic feel.
1: But I think that the paint isn't very vibrant itself. One thing I love about Iron Man is he is usually like that good, dark, shiny red. And this just looks like he's in guar with the epaulets on his shoulders and the red is very blah. It's not a good red. Maybe this is just a production. I don't know what the deal is with these.
3: I'm thinking that the colors are a bit more muted to be a little bit more movie realistic. Now, you talk about the epaulets on his shoulders and we'll get into that. That is not movie accurate. Unfortunately, they're also not removable.
1: It does look like he's in Guar, doesn't it?
3: I thought Kiss, (laughs) but yeah, you're not wrong with that at all. Yeah. Those are not removable, huh? Not removable. If it was removable, it was removed before I got it.
1: It can't be removable because I cannot get them off, but their arms fall off if I look at them wrong.
3: (laughs) These figures are meant to be disassemblable and mix and matchable. So for customizers... You'd be able to take off Iron Man's arms and maybe throw on War Machine's arms and paint them red or throw on a different Iron Man's arms. These pieces are very uniform in their sockets. And yeah, the arms, they'll pop right off and they are meant to. The thing about these figures that they've talked about is the way you can mix and match the figures, pieces and the accessories. And that's the only thing I can ding about the sculpts here. These figures are holy and I don't mean they praise Jesus. (laughs) <laughs> there are holes all over these figures to attach accessories. I got it wrong. Yeah, you put the arms on backwards. What have you done? I'm backwards.
1: <laughs> wrong show.
2: Hey, that's exactly what I was thinking, though. This, these, Looking at these pictures, this totally reminds me of the vintage... 3PO that popped apart at the arms and legs and you could just put them in that little bag to put on Chewie's back. Mm-hmm. You- but
1: they look really stupid when you swap out the arms.
2: Yeah, they don't look right. I don't know why you do it. Yeah, that was my question is, sure, they designed it so you can, but did they provide you a reason as to why you would want to? <laughs> no. No,
1: here's what happens, is when something like this happens to a toy line, I turn into Josh Baskin. I don't get it. It turns into a <laughs> building. I don't get it. And then Arnie mocks me. I don't get it. <laughs> Is that
2: just me? I'm I, not getting
3: it. I'm not entirely sure why you would want to disassemble Iron Man and reassemble him. Maybe when we see the movie, it will make perfect sense.
2: Rody, get over here. I need your torso. <laughs>
3: So, the only thing I can say these figures are good for is honestly posing in a Hall of Armor style, because you can't even put them in an Iron Man, I'm going to fire my repulsors at you mode, you can't do I'm firing a wrist rocket at you mode, you can't do the stop in the name of love pose, it's, you can basically have them standing there and look like pretty decent paint jobs of figures you will see in a movie, but if you want an action scene, if you want to recreate a scene from the movie, this feels like they're drawing a line in the sand and saying, hey, if you want a nice statue, go to Kotobukiya. If you want something articulated, go to Hot Toys. These are for kids. Well, I gotta say,
2: I'm not impressed, but if this is the only option we get in the line for three and three-quarter versions of characters in the movie... I'm sure I'll pick up one of each just to have them sitting on the shelf, so I can have complete Hall of Armor. But I'm not going to be happy about it, you know. (laughs) I almost want to hold out hope that maybe there's going to be an exclusive to some store, you know, like a three pack of, you know, a collector's focus three pack. Here's three Ironmen or two Ironmen and an Iron Patriot and. properly articulated form.
3: I don't know that that's too much to hope for because if you look at the amazing Spider-Man line, which I put these figures kind of on par with, they even have less articulation than most of those figures because rather than spend that money on knees and elbows, they spent that money on accessories. Marjorie talked about the shoulder pads on Iron Man and I can very clearly see there's a peg here that I'm supposed to put a gun on. He's supposed to have a war machine-like gun in this armor.
1: They also all have the holes in the back.
3: They all have holes in the back, holes in the forearms, holes in the legs. But I don't know if it's too much to hope for. I don't think it is. Maybe I'm being optimistic to hope that like in the Amazing Spider-Man line, we did have that one figure, that one super articulated Spider-Man. Maybe it's not too much to hope for that there will be either as an exclusive or as another figure in the line, one that doesn't come. Because you know what these are reminding me of so much is... I know we always bring up Star Wars as a point of reference, but do you remember the very first deluxe Star Wars figures from 1995 that was like, here's Han Solo with this giant freaking backpack with a claw? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and here's Luke Skywalker on a hoverboard. <laughs> that is what these are reminding me of so much, is I just picture them coming with, like, that Luke Skywalker hoverboard. <laughs> These might be the first
2: figures that I get open and then end up tossing the figure itself in with the rest of the accessories in the (laughs) accessory box. (laughs) Yeah, like like you said, I'm still holding out hope. This is a sub line or part of the line that is aimed directly at kids. But thinking back to even the way they did Captain America, there were all kinds of exclusives and different little things. And sure, they were repaints of figures from the line, but they had comic packs and they had that target fire and ice pack where we got, you know, red skull and cap in their funky Zuba pants and the different colors. So maybe there'd be an opportunity like that where they can pack in some good articulated versions of these characters.
3: I would honestly be accepting. Of them reusing older sculpts and not being entirely movie accurate to the sculpt and just giving us basically well done customs versus not having any at all.
2: The, the frustrating part is here is that, you know, it's not just different paint schemes. These are all new armors, so we're kind of dependent on them, even from the customizing side. We're dependent on Hasbro to give us some good sculpts to work from if we were to go that way. And This just not hitting it yet. Maybe we could use the head off of these... That's about it. So, I guess once Toy Fair rolls around, we'll see what type of bulky snap-on pieces they expect us to be putting on
3: these. Yeah, I'm a little nervous. Honestly, I'm also wondering about the price. Because if they want to charge us $10 for these figures the way they did for the Spider-Man figures, I'm going to have a much easier time, even myself, not buying them till Target has its eventual buy one, get one half off sale. Versus if they're six or seven a figure.
2: Exactly. Hopefully hopefully they've learned a little lesson because the only thing that I really saw make it to clearance this year in all of the Marvel toys is the Spider-Man stuff. That was the first stuff on the pegs last year, and it's the last stuff on the pegs at the end of the year. And every Walmart I go to is trying to give them away for
3: $4 now. So you're going to take away articulation. Bring the price down. I'm also just reminded so much, though, of Mattel's Green Lantern line and how much Green Lantern fans were just unhappy with the basic kind of features that we're now getting in Iron Man 3.
1: And all those figures are still warming pegs even on clearance.
2: Exactly, exactly. And maybe maybe that's a a model they looked at, you know, the way Mattel handles collector fans is, you know, they say, if you don't like the limited articulation, here's our movie master's line, which is basically their six inch answer to legends. Maybe we'll be getting some excellent movie legend versions of these characters instead.
3: Well, I wait with bated breath to get to Manhattan. (laughs) Little, little, little scary going in this year. It is, but... We will see. I do think that there are plenty of options for Marvel collectors. And last year, I declared my favorite line of the year was Marvel Selects. And it was because Marvel Universe, we went so long without new figures. And Avengers, yeah, we had great figures, but the articulation wasn't there. Marvel Selects, there's only so many per year. But each one was hitting it out of the park. You get the articulation. You know what day it's coming out. You go to your comic book store. There it is. They're not hard to find. And even the Chase variants, like that Storm, I was able to order at Big Bad Toy Store and only pay $3 more for the one per case variant versus the way Hasbro does their variants where it's five to ten times as much on eBay. Yeah. Yeah. You have to give them that, as much as we just spent time complaining about how Hasbro
2: hasn't been very collector-friendly. Diamond is just the opposite. They're a collector's dream. They're very easy to get, and like you said, even even the variants are not that hard to come by
3: if you're getting them as they come out. And a couple weeks ago, the Barbarian Hulk hit my local comic store.
1: I think he looks like Hula Hulk.
3: Hula Hulk?
1: Doesn't it look like he's going to a Luau, a Rockahula Luau?
3: <laughs> I could kind of see that, yeah. He looks like he's not happy about going to the Luau. He's a little well, grumpy.
1: No, he's got that douchey hair. <laughs> but he he looks like he's going to the Luau, doesn't he? Like he's forced to dance in some ethnic shame dance for tourists. <laughs>
2: <laughs> His beard is pretty full, you know? The art depicts him as having kind of more of a scraggly face- facial hair, but he's got a nice, full, you know, most interesting man in the world type of beard going on.
3: Well, what this is from is a comic in 2011 when Jason Aaron and Mark Silvestri took over the Hulk run and they started over with Incredible Hulk number one, which may be the shortest run of Incredible Hulk since the 60s when it only made six issues before being canceled. Thanks to Marvel Now, we're now getting Indestructible Hulk number one. We got, I think, one story arc out of the Incredible Hulk series, but... It starts off with the Hulk being very zen and living with people and he and Banner have split up, literally. And this is how he was dressing. And I said it before on this show. Bowen came out and said, you may not want another Wolverine, but they make us money. And Hulk must be making money for Diamond because they have done so many. If you look at Hulk, Grey Hulk, for Ultimate, Red Hulk, Zombie Hulk. That's the one I was thinking you might forget about.
2: That's the one I had in the chamber ready to go.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Avengers Hulk. Mm Mm-hmm. That's the one I forgot about.
1: (laughs) He's just very diverse, and it's probably an easy mold that if they do things different, one, it's just a different paint job, maybe some different clothes. Very easy, probably, to redo and ship
2: out. The, The only thing they've really reused so far, Marjorie, is I can see where you're coming from, but the only ones that they've done that to are the three Green, Gray, and Red Hulks. This one is a new sculpt that may be shared some parts with the other new Hulk that came out. Zombie Hulk was an all-new sculpt, and Avengers Hulk was definitely a new sculpt. So they keep sculpting these guys.
3: Well, Barbarian Hulk was announced about midway through the last year. Again, collector friendly. Zach at Diamond sends me an email. We always know what's coming for the next six months from them. We got upcoming Rhino, Venom. We know what's coming down the pike. And so I knew Barbarian Hulk was coming. And I wasn't sure because he wasn't Barbarian very long. But I do have to give them props for the accessories with him. But I talked to my comic guy who... And he's like, yeah, I picked up one for myself. I'm going to take off the skirt and take off the necklace and get rid of all of the accessories so I just have a Hulk. And I'm like, but he's still going to have this full beard and this weird hair. And he's like, yeah, but that's all you can do. I'm like, well, why don't you just, like, get one of the other Hulks if that's what you want? (laughs) Why are you doing that to this Hulk? Why are we stripping Hulk? (laughs) Because then you're going to have a Hulk in this really weird, like, brown underwear.
1: (laughs) Why did you look under his skirt?
3: Because I'm trying to figure out what my comic guy is going to see after he strips Hulk. <laughs> but when I got Barbarian Hulk, the thing that I hadn't realized is that in many respects, it is almost another Diamond variant. The same way you had two heads on Storm, I started to realize this shares a lot of parts of... With the Disney Store exclusive Hulk that came out last year, which is Unleashed Hulk, which is from the same run, otherwise known as Really Veiny Hulk.
1: He is extraordinarily veiny.
3: (laughs) He thinks this podcast's about him.
1: He actually has a Henry Rollins expression on his face.
3: But the Disney Store exclusive Hulk, now this is a really nice figure, first of all. I mean, the sculpting they put into those veins to make it look like the Sylvester Hulk is just incredible. The fact that they gave him pockets on the back of his jeans... The facial sculpt may be their best Hulk face to date. It just looks really pissed off. The only thing that's weirding me out is they painted his nails greener. So it's like he had a (laughs) manicure. Hulk like feel pretty.
2: Now, I don't know if they did this on purpose to like be more in line with the previous Hulks, but it seems like they took a little bit of a step back in articulation as compared to the Avengers Hulk is on Avengers Hulk. We've got, you know, swivel biceps, ball-hinged arms, wrists, knees, all of that good stuff. Here it looks like it went back to the more standard articulation that you'd find on the the original Hulk
3: sculpts. It is not as articulated as the Avengers Hulk. I mean, you get a good rotation head that will go it'll go up, down, left, right. You get the ball-jointed shoulders, you get ball-jointed elbows as well, and then you just get rotating wrists. You get torso twist, then you get ball-jointed elbows, ball-jointed hips, ball-jointed knees, and then ankles that rotate. Ankles that tilt.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's not bad. Like I said, it's very close to the original Hulks, but once getting my hands on that Avengers Hulk, it kind of upped my expectations on what they can do for good articulation.
3: The thing that bugs me is I think after talking to my comic dealer, the fact that he wanted this Green Hulk without the beard and without the luau equipment. And I'm now seeing these as very much a variant. The difference is the legs and the head. The Barbarian Hulk has a totally different hairstyle, has the full beard. They even have the same crotch. When I'm looking up the skirt, okay. <laughs> I'm realizing that the wrinkles on Barbarian Hulk's panties match the jeans of Reg. Of unleashed Hulk, same wrinkles. I'm curious now. Oh, wait a second.
1: Let me let me see Hula Hulk.
3: I gotta see Hula Hulks back. Hula Hulk has the jeans pockets on his ass.
1: Well, that that solves it right there.
3: So he's wearing
2: some super Daisy Duke cutoffs under there.
1: Yeah, and they're, they're brown. They're like never nude. <laughs> Hulk is a never nude. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's but- Doctor Tobias Fumke Hulk. <laughs> I'm going to get
3: one and paint him blue. (laughs) (laughs) But the Unleashed Hulk has totally different legs that are modeled after jeans with wrinkles, and they flare out where they're torn at the bottom, whereas Barbarian Hulk has bare legs. So it really feels like this may have been an intentional variant, and then Disney's like, we need more and we own you. (laughs) At least a good reuse
2: of parts. You know, because it's not that easy to look at the two and be like, oh, that's just a repaint or a few parts swapped here. You had to to look at wrinkles under a skirt to really get in there.
3: What's funny is when they announced it, I'm like, oh, they just did a head swap and added some accessories. And then as I saw more pictures online and even had them in the card, they do look different enough that it wasn't until I opened them and started comparing vein patterns that I went, okay, here's what they did. But no, I do recommend these figures. Only a completist would really need both. I think the Disney Storm one gets the edge. Even though it's more expensive, it's a more classic Hulk look, whereas Barbarian Hulk, yeah, it's like Hulk roast pig for you.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that's that's very specific to a specific book or arc.
3: And I don't know that Diamond has done that very much in the past. I mean, they pick iconic characters and do iconic versions of them, and yes, the Storm is specifically an era of Storm, But it's not so much this issue's cover of Storm. Right. But because I feel like Barbarian Hulk is kind of a variant, it makes a lot more sense than if they actually had done a full other sculpt out of him. And thanks to Zach over at Diamond Select, now instead of just hearing me say how much I like Barbarian Hulk, you can actually win Barbarian Hulk right now. To win this figure, all you have to do is come over to our forums. We're going to have a forum thread going. And what you have to post is what your menu would be if Hulk were coming to your luau.
1: Nothing that makes him angry, I'll tell you that.
3: We're not judging the quality of your answers, but by just posting one or more times, you'll get one entry into a random drawing to win this great Hulk figure. And we thank those at Diamond Select and specifically Zack for that prize. But yeah, based on these Iron Man 3 figures and the fact that I've already asked my comic guy to hold Venom and Rhino, because if I ask him to hold them, they're 20 flat, no sales tax, no shipping. Nice. It could be another year of Marvel Select winning the contest, but we got to see what happens with Marvel Legends. (laughs) <laughs> I'm holding out hope for Legends, too. It's the three and three quarter where I'm a little dour.
2: Exactly. I feel like Legends is on the right footing, and you know what you're getting. I don't see him cutting articulation in the future on Legends. I don't see him cutting articulation over at
3: Diamond. It's, it's the three and three quarter that I think has got me nervous this year. And what I wanted to ask, though, Justin, speaking of the three and three quarter again, is when did you start buying action figures again as an adult, or did you never stop? Um, well... Back in 95 when Star Wars reappeared. And and were you happy with those? I was
2: happy with the idea of them being back out, but it it quickly went away. Like, I was out before the cards went purple. I was around for the first couple waves. I was like, all right, that was fun. Then I kind of let it go. Then Phantom Menace came out a few years later. I was like, okay, this is fun. Then I kind of let it go. Then I really got sucked back in around Revenge of the Sith. That's when I became a full-on collector. was right around 2005. And that's when I really
3: started to appreciate articulation though, was with Revenge of the Sith. And that's what I'm getting at is because I started collecting action figures as an adult in 95 when Star Wars came back out. And those figures had five very basic points of articulation, virtually the same as the old Kenner figures. And over the course of 20 years almost, they have slowly evolved to have better articulation, but I can't say that I would stop buying figures had they kept that same five points the whole time. So that's why I'm kind of torn with these Iron Man 3 figures is, yes, it feels like they're taking something away, but it's something that I was buying figures before they had. Yeah,
2: I think think for me is they set a bar for themselves that says, here's what we can do, and then they take it away. And that's what kind of bothers me. I'm okay with some of these older figures that I look at now and are like, wow, look how far we've come. But to start going backwards for no apparent reason other than cost cutting, that gets me a little bit.
3: I hear you. I'm just trying to... Figure out my own level of zenness with these new toys because somebody on our Facebook page, I posted some teaser pictures of these figures and they said they look like Burger King toys. And I'm like, <laughs> you're not entirely wrong. <laughs> not too far off the mark. <laughs> well, also recently, I did pick up a couple of Lego sets I wanted to talk about. Lego has their license for the Avengers, and even though they don't seem to be doing Marvel comics the way they're doing DC comics, they are really leveraging this Ultimate Spider-Man license to the max as they snuck out over the holidays two new sets.
2: I'm still confused by this license. I don't know who has what. (laughs)
3: I'm going to ask them for some more clarification at Toy Fair, but I asked last year and they were very coy. They don't really like to talk about licensing the way some of the other companies will. But the first set is the Spider-Man Daily Bugle showdown, and retailing for about fifty. I got it a little less than that. You get five minifigures, and I think they're kind of being devious because you get Spider-Man, J. Jonah Jameson, but then you also get Doctor Doom, Beetle, and Nova. So I think they're like, well, Doctor Doom's a very popular character. He will put him in Spider-Man. <laughs> Spider-Man <laughs> is yeah, super is a duper weird. cute.
2: As long as we're blurring the lines of who has what rights to which license, go ahead and throw Doom in there.
3: <laughs> it's a nice set. I'm actually looking forward to building it. It's got a little newspaper that has Peter Parker and Spider-Man on it, like, is Peter Parker Spider-Man? It's got a giant projector screen of J. Jonah Jameson, like, he's on TV, like, at Times Square. It's... A pretty cool set, and it comes with Dr. Doom flying a jet with a big grappling hook. 476 pieces. This is going to keep me busy for some time.
1: It will, absolutely.
2: (laughs) I'm kind of digging that Nova figure in there. Out of all those little minifigs, that might be my favorite.
3: Nova is good. The one that shocked me on there is Beetle, because I just wasn't familiar with that Beetle outfit. I know there have been several Beetles over the course of Marvel history, none of whom were named John, Ringo, or Paul, or Lennon. Not
2: to be confused with Blue Beetle in DC Universe.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Jonah Jameson looks pretty sweet, too. That's That's some Einstein hair going on there. That was the one that sold me on it was the Jameson. I'm like, do I need a building? It's like what Marjorie was saying. It's a building. I don't get it. Do I need to build a building? Oh, wait, it's come with Jameson? Yeah, I need to build that building. But <laughs> I'm sorry. The absolute cutest Lego minifigure to date, no offense to your Deadpool, is Venom in the Spider-Man Spider Cycle chase set.
1: I believe I squealed when I saw him because he is so freaking cute. I just want to smoosh his little cheeks.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and it also comes with a movie-likeness or cartoon-likeness, Nick Fury, too. Now, how much is this set? Is this one of those $20, $25 sets? Yep,
2: 237 pieces, $20. bucks. i am kind of digging this. You know, you get that. They look like they transform a little bit. The bike has wheels that
3: flash out to the side, so it's more of like a hover bike. And the... Nick Fury's vehicle does that too, and the thing that's kind of cool about Lego, they frustrate me sometimes because they fall apart, but this has like a rocket launcher that comes out of the back, the entire back lifts up a little bit, so if you're into that kind of thing, and it will shoot the rocket out at Venom, and Venom has a little symbiote attacky spooge thing.
2: (laughs) Spider-Man looks like he has a rope of splooge
3: as well. Is that a string? It's supposed to be his web, yeah. I think it's a multi-jointed Lego that's representing his webbing. Interesting. Yeah, that Venom is cute. Yeah. So I'm on board with the Marvel Lego. I'm getting my collection displayed. I'm actually going to build these dang things and put them out. That will be its own episode of Marvelicious Frustration. (laughs) Just be bloopers. God, where's a piece? (laughs) Just put the video camera on it and we'll put it in,
2: you know, fast speed. To see how long it takes you.
1: Now, I tend to be a little crafty sometimes, and I'm always looking for fun stuff and fun fabric. And I recently stumbled across some Marvel superhero fabric at Joanne Fabrics. They've got quite a few of like the old timey covers on fabric. They've got some actually really cool fleeces, which I bought one for us already. The Superhero Squad fleece that I got a few months ago.
3: Ooh, we have a beanbag chair that needs a cover, and I was looking at some other fabric, but if they have classic comic cover fabric, that may actually supersede the fabric we were looking at.
1: Yes, they also have, if you go to a quilt shop, which I'm not a traditional quilter, I make simple quilts, and... Very easy. I don't make, you know, the star quilts and all that crap. But they have Marvel superhero quilt fabric, which means they just charge more for it. And you have to get it at a quilt shop instead of your local fabric store. But they've got some really cool, like, it looks kind of like rain. is the only way I can describe it. Like, diagonal rain with the Marvel characters.
3: Hmm. If you're looking at the Enhanced Podcast, perhaps you're seeing a description a little bit but more than... But
1: you see what I see? It kind of looks like rain.
3: Okay, yeah. It's almost like a weird distorted reflection. And it comes in all blue, which would give you definitely the rain feel or color. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. it looks It looks like they're trying to do some sort of shattered
2: type of broken art with some action going on.
1: Yeah, it's pretty cool, though. I dig it. So just some fun things to get if you've got someone that's crafty or you're crafty or looking for something fun. Maybe you want your grandma or mom to make you a Hawaiian shirt or your spouse. So
3: you can go to a
2: luau with Hulk. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, make make a nice little Diamond Select scale Hulk Hula shirt. Make him an Ed Hardy shirt out of this.
3: I I can do that. That's a step away from turning my Diamond Selects into Cabbage Patch dolls. (laughs) (laughs) And a very small step at that. See, I went and looked at the... Fabric, you were talking about, Marjorie, with the cover style art at Joann's, and my problem with it is there's just not enough variance. There seem to only be, like, six or eight panels that are different. It well, repeats- you're only
1: going to get your major heroes.
3: It repeats too often. Yeah. It's just got Thor, Wolverine, Hulk, Spider-Man, and just in the little sample they show online, I'm seeing the same Spider-Man twice and the same Hulk four times. and It's not as cool as what they did with the Star Wars Marvel Comics fabric. I agree.
1: That was pretty awesome.
3: That is absolutely the coolest fabric. I was hoping for something more like they did with the Star Wars Marvel Comics, that have just, it looks like a stack of comics together as a fabric. That is awesome.
2: Yeah, you're right. This repeats a little too often. Like, if you were to even make a shirt, you'd see, like, four of the same character, like, just across your
3: back. Oh, they did do that with Marvel. It's no longer available, though. Dang it. That's a shame, because that looks a lot nicer than... Yeah, that is cool. Yeah, it just looks like a comic collector's nightmare, but a lot of fun for me. (laughs) They have it at our see Let me go get it. We go get it here. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, I see some new jammy pants in your future. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, I'm getting some new jammy pants.
1: It looks like there's two different versions of the cover fabric. My local Joanne's had two different bolts of it.
3: Yeah, the second one you showed me looks a lot like all amazing Spider-Man stuff. And since I'm searching for Marvel, I wonder if they don't have Spider-Man. No, I ter- I searched for Spider-Man at Joanne Fabric. All I see is the Wizard of Web saying "Happy Birthday, Adam." Well, that's important. (laughs) Happy birthday, Adam, from us at Marvelicious Toys. (laughs) So that's it for what we found in stores, but in.
0: This just in.
3: News from the web!
2: Well, remember way back when, when we were talking about NECA bringing out their quarter scale Avengers figures, and we saw, we started off seeing, you know, the prototype of Cap, and we couldn't tell how much articulation was there. Then we finally saw a pre-painted prototype of it. Well, now NECA is finally showing off their packaging for these. And from what I can tell, if they keep going with this line, each package is going to end up being character specific. Because this box is very Captain America-ish. I mean, right up to the A and the wings up top, down to the shield at the bottom with blue all the way in between.
3: I gotta say, I like it. It's reminding me of Hot Toys-type packaging in that specific way. It's not as cool because it's not holographic and all of that and embossed, but the big shield at the bottom and the wings up top and the A, I think that that is a really nice way to go. For a figure line that I'm interested in, but I really need to see in person. They're making them limited figures, but at a quarter scale, that's a big figure and, It needs to rock the casbah to take up some shelf space. And especially at the price point. What's the price? About $100. Ah,
1: it's got to be hot toy worthy.
3: Half hot toy. Yeah, half hot toy price. It's
2: every picture I see of this thing, though, it impresses me a little bit more. You know, at first I wasn't impressed at all. And by now we're looking at the package shot, which is a little blurry and not that crisp of a shot. It looks like there's some good wash going on on the figure paint job different subtleties of differences in blue. You know, you got his silver zippers and other highlights there. This might, like you said, it's one of these things you got to see in person first,
3: but it's starting to grow on me a little bit. Well, I am have reached out to the folks at NECA and have been trading emails with them. I'm hopeful that if they are at Toy Fair, we'll be able to get a hands-on look at this. So that is our show for this week. Once again, I'd like to remind you all to keep Peter David in your thoughts and prayers and head to his blog and pick up some of his books. I have picked up all of his original press books and I'm hoping to have time to read them so that I can give some reviews over at Books and Nachos to help give him further publicity. And we will be back next week. We want to know how your Christmas went. Don't forget, you can leave us a voicemail. Call us at 803-MARVEL4. That's 803-627-8354. You don't have to find stuff in stores to call. If you do find stuff in stores, you can call us or just give us a product review. Do you agree with what we've said about Hulk? Or the other Hulk? How do you feel about reduced articulation on figures? We want to know for our kick-ass callers. So, 803-MARVEL4. So all
0: that and more on the next Marvelicious Toys. Thank you for listening to this episode of Marvelicious Toys. If you enjoyed this podcast, please help our show by leaving a positive review for the show on iTunes. There's even more Marvelicious content at our website, MarveliciousToys.com. At the site, you can see pictures of the products we discussed, find checklists for Marvel Toys, talk and trade with the Marvelicious Forums, and much more. It's all at MarveliciousToys.com. We want to hear your thoughts on Marvel collectibles. You can leave reports of your latest toy finds, as well as product reviews, on our voicemail at 803-MARVEL-4. Or email an MP3 or iPhone voice memo to show at MarveliciousToys.com. Marvelicious Toys is produced and edited by Arnie Carvalho Marvelicious Website Design by Jason Graphic Design by Justin Website Photo Editing by Jen and Jeff Podcast Enhancement by Andrew, Shane, Daryl and Barrett Announcements by Brock The Marvelicious theme song Bam Pow Kablam is composed by Joe Harrison See more of Joe's work at www.starwarsfanworks.com slash lion's mouth. If you also like Star Wars, Star Wars Collecting is covered weekly at our other podcast, Star Wars Action News, which you can find at swactionnews.com. Marvel Comics and all of the Marvel Multiverse contains are the intellectual property of Marvel Entertainment Incorporated, a subsidiary of the Walt Disney Company, and no infringement is intended. Marvelicious Toys is a Venganza Media production, copyright 2013, all rights reserved. And no part of this show may be reproduced, repurposed, or redistributed without the written permission of Venganza Media, Incorporated.
1: Hello, and welcome to Marvelicious, issue 66. The number of the greatest hockey player in the entire world, this is Marjorie.
3: Is that greatest hockey player Marjorie?
1: No. No, I was terrible. I was average.
3: This is Arnie.
2: This is Justin. And you got to flip that over, Marjorie, because Gretzky's 99.
1: Whatever. Whatever. (laughs) Mario Lemieux. (laughs) Lemieux. Exactly. Much more fun to say than Gretzky.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Marvelicious Hockey News.
1: Look, I miss it, okay? There
2: is no season. Yeah, no
3: kidding. The only thing they have in common, they both have a puck.
1: (laughs) 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 Ha! Funny.
2: Not yet. On both counts. There's no hockey season yet, and there's no puck yet, so...
3: Well, puck you! I ordered my puck from Brian's Toys. Yeah, you can go puck yourself. We so have titles now for that episode. (laughs) (laughs) Go puck yourself. (laughs) Maybe when we see the movie, it will make perfect sense. Brody, get over here. I need your torso. (laughs) Did you call him Brody? (laughs) Maybe. Brody.
1: (laughs) Why did you look under his skirt?
3: Because I'm trying to figure out what my comic guy is going to see after he strips Hulk.
1: (laughs) You guys have this weird thing about looking under skirts and things.
3: That's not a weird thing. Started in high school. Very normal thing. (laughs) Started in high school. (laughs) Otherwise known as really veiny Hulk.
1: He is extraordinarily veiny.
3: (laughs) He thinks this podcast's about him.
1: He actually has a Henry Rollins expression on his face.
2: Yeah, he's a liar. Wow, from Carly Simon to Hank and two
3: beats. (laughs) I'm diverse Last week it was ministry (laughs) I would love to see your iPod playlist
1: It's insane His is like (laughs) schizophrenic And if a psychiatrist got a hold of it They'd commit him
3: They do claim people who listen to music on random Have a little bit of brain damage That may be me (laughs) Because it will be like Frank Sinatra When the clock strikes And the next thing will be White zombie.
2: Hey, I have both of those on my iPod. We might we'll have to take notes one of these days. <laughs> 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 you just said compared vein patterns.
0: Oh.
1: Is it veiny? Is that what you're saying? You want to compare Only the vein? sometimes. I guess if you got some other figures, you could recreate the Grease 2 Rockahula Lulau with Hula Hulk.
3: Yeah, no. Oh. While he is specific, I think the sculpt is just too damn cool to put in with the lesser of the Grease movies.
2: <laughs> the zoom function just makes that smaller picture bigger and blurrier.
3: What <laughs> a terrible <laughs> zoom.
2: <laughs> oh, you want to get closer? There you go.
3: Now it's blurry. <laughs> it's starting to grow on me a little bit. Is it growing on you 18 inches worth? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: only if he rubs it.
3: See, there she is with the innuendo. <laughs> don't forget, you can leave us a voicemail at some phone number that I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep dialing.
2: You'll eventually get us.
3: There's only a few thousand combinations. Um <laughs> let's see. Empire... 803
2: MARV04. <laughs> Didn't quite work. <laughs> Almost there. So, are we really doing this? Like, every time? Is it me every time, or? I think oh, yeah, gotta, it's like, you every profit. time. <laughs>